Advanced Teachings of A Course in Miracles Unavailable to those who have yet to achieve what it has to offer. Yet they are offered here as they become available. This is a part of a very intensive practice to learn more about what it has to offer. Visit openandclear.com. Indiscriminately happy. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? So it almost reveals to you exactly how to get that. <laughs> You're like, well, well, I want to get that and still be myself, having my independent thoughts, my freedom. <laughs> As if, you know, your thoughts are what give you life. Weird. No, no. Your thoughts are not what give you life. They're not what give you your independence. In fact, your next thought is completely oblivious to you. And yet you still live. <sighs> this idea of taking away or letting go of my own independent descriptions and thoughts is tapping into and getting into this idea that yes there is this thing called free will in my experience right there is a perception in my mind that i have the ability to choose something different than what seems to be someone else telling me to do it a certain way and I can do it either on the scale anywhere between good and bad or perfect and crappy. And I make decisions, right? I have these thoughts come into my mind and these decisions are then made from them. We might take in all of our options. I mean, it completely depends on your little perspective. But you take into consideration everything you've got, and then you have the motivation that you've got. And as much as it seems as if this is your stuff, you know, even your life really isn't your own. All of these things are coming from a different source. You're more of this image Protect, projected onto a screen and you see this image and this doing happens but where is the lights and the shadows of this image happening from where is it coming from like you don't even know your next thought you don't know your next emotion all you can do is simply train your mind 
to either recognize it or how to react to it when it happens, when it occurs. It's, it's this idea that either you're the being that is doing or you're some other being observing the doer. And the doer and the idea is just happening. We don't need to concern ourselves exactly where it's happening from, what it's happening from, because it seems all debatable, right? But we can understand that if we didn't put all this strange meaning onto our skill set or our world and the between the two <laughs> or anything that we're seeing, then we would naturally have an acceptance and a love for what we have. Instead, we're comparing it and trying to change it or thinking it should be better or worse. I mean, it's a natural course, as you can see, in this mind training of the physical world of limitlessness, to believe that you are doing something or comparing something to someone else or having thoughts that are different than theirs and so on. This was all required. You had to isolate you completely and totally. And now it seems questionable because we've done it so well. It seems questionable out here to say something along the lines that, you know, you're not isolated. You're not alone. And as much as it might have a little bit of a tingle of understanding and agreement, you don't completely believe it. You know, the, in the same way that you might not remember, but you didn't believe that you were alone previously until you finally accepted that. And now happiness seems to be so far off and impossible because everything is separate from you. Everything you ever wanted to know is just way out there. The reality of what is happiness is in this sense of recognizing that what is actually here, what is actually there, what is actually everywhere is the same true essence that what you call your life within you. Often we have these descriptions about what life is. We think it's about the fact that we can feel our body. We can feel it, right? We can see, we can hear, we can think, we can smell, we can taste all these different variations, but what is it that you are without those things? What is it that you are without those abilities, without those sensory perceptions that are telling you of anything? What remains? I want you to actually think about that. What remains?
this is literally taking away the ability to perceive at all. And what remains to be there is quite literally the essence of life. You might not have the ability to recognize what life is. You might not have any sort of a world to bounce it off of. Almost as if there is really no experience. But that essence of life is the same for everyone. That essence of life, without your thinking, without your perceptions, without what you're seeing from your little person and your memories, the same for me, the same for you. While there's different levels and degrees of coming to know, coming to recognize this, it's still one in the same. Now you might see it, oh, well, I have a life independent over here, this sensation, and a life independent over there is your sensation. But how do you know I'm over here? Do you use your eyes, your ears, even your touch? And then you're thinking and processing. What if you didn't have any of that? We have this idea of how we interpret the world and we literally experience it all of that idea. The world can be experienced in a wholly different fashion, but you have to have a wholly different idea of how you interpret everything. So we have to get down to this idea in which everything is filtered through in order to shift it and change it to get and grasp and recognize a wholly different experience. The interesting thing about spirituality and say religion is that the body obsessed ideas often process it instead of a spiritual minded ideas. So you then process what is alternate realities of spirituality, literally a spiritual universe, into and adjust it and shape it and conform it into physical form. You're shaping it and adjusting it to make it into bodies and separation. Your achievement then is to prove that this spirituality, even as holy as it might be and perfect as it might be, is all about bodies. The spirit world has nothing to do with bodies. And all spirituality, if it be a real spirituality, understands that there is only a spiritual universe. Your perceptions in which you're filtering it through is your responsibility. 
You can save the world from a world of pain and suffering and death within all physicality and bring it back to a spiritual universe, the Garden of Eden, simply by changing this idea. You need to identify it. You need to find it. Then you need to know how, what to do with it, right? You're on a perfect path. You're doing an excellent job. You're on the right direction. You're doing exactly that. This is the mind training. Remember, there's a lot more going on here than what seems to be on the surface. Words, images, all superficial stuff. Remember, I'm here for you. If you need anything, I'm here for you. Just give me a holla. <laughs> give me an email. <laughs> you got this. You got this. I look forward to all that's going to be revealed in the future. <sighs> Expect extension. Extension? Yeah, that's good too. Expect ascension. That's my new thing right now. Expect ascension. If that's what you want, that's what you get. 